Good morning, Colorado. Here we go. Gary Bell, Brad Pollack. Our law firm is Bell and Pollack. We are injury attorneys, and this show is for you to give you information to educate you, help you win the war on your injury claim, and help you navigate the insurance maze once you have an injury claim. We hope you never do, but if you do, you're going to be educated. You're going to be informed. And by the way, you need to be educated. You need to be informed because the insurance companies for the at-fault parties, the one that hits you, the one that caused you your grief, your misery, the one that rear-ended you, for example, they're well-trained. They're educated. They know what they're doing. We preached it for years, and we're going to keep preaching it. Therefore, you need information. That's what these shows are about. That's what these podcasts are designed to do. I kind of I liken this to a commando raid, right? We, we come in, we're going to give you education, we're going to give you information, and then we're going to get out. And you're going to be better off for it. Gary Bell, Brad Pollack, our law firm is Bell & Pollack. We do injury cases all over the state of Colorado, and we have four years. We have an office in Denver, one in Steamboat Springs, and we will come to you. We've done, we've done cases and trials all over the state. We've done them in Sterling. We've done them in Durango. We've done them in Pueblo, Steamboat Springs. We've done them in Denver. We can help you. Bell & Pollock Champions of the People, our website, championsofthepeople.com. That's championsofthepeople.com. It's an information-loaded website. Look, look, we've written nine books. They're injury books. They're all free to you. You can download any of our books at any time at championsofthepeople.com. You can go there and, and download an e-copy. And if you want a hard copy, all you have to do is call us at our law firm or come by, but call us at 303-795-5900. That's 303-795-5900. Bell and Pollock. We're, we're easy to find, easy to locate, and easy to talk to. And if you come in to see us, and we're going to give you a free initial consultation. You hear that a lot from attorneys. But we're also going to give you a free detailed legal game plan. We trademark protected the concept of legal game plan. We wrote a book called Legal Game Plan, and you can get on our website, championsofthepeople.com, and download that book or any of our books for free. Okay, today's subject, let's get right to it. You're in a car crash, which we don't wish upon you. But if you were, somebody is going to try to beat your injury claim. How do insurance companies view your injury claim? I mean, what really happens behind the scenes? You talk to them on the phone. You know, we've done shows about the first phone call with the adjuster. But Brad, let's talk about it. Because insurance companies have their own algorithms. They have their own computer programs. They have their own software. And they're not in favor of the injured victim. So how do they really, really view these injury claims, what do insurance companies look at, what's important, and what's the criteria to our, uh, our fans and our audience need to know about? Well, what's important to them is money. Uh, that's it, money. And uh, unfortunately, if you've been hurt in a car crash or in some type of personal injury claim, uh, money becomes a, a very important factor to have to deal with uh, as far as being able to know what kind of money you're going to get and how you're going to live and, you know, all of a sudden, you're hurt, and you may have lost income. Uh, you All of a sudden, if, if you're being paid hourly and you can't get to work, or if you've used up your sick leave or you're going to use it up very soon, um, and you, you don't have vacation time coming, you, you're left without being able to, uh, to get an income. If you're in a, single, if you're in a house where you're uh, the single earner, the only earner, that's one thing. If you've got, got it where both people that are in the household or all the people in the household are... are earners then you've got that much less money and for you it's money 
and uh, it's money to survive. So you're looking at your injury claim as how can I survive? Uh, insurance companies are looking at your injury claim as how can we not pay money? How can we pay as little money as possible? Um, they, you know, I, I know there's insurance adjusters out there right now who are listening to this and going, no, 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 we're trying to determine a fair amount to pay. We're trying to determine a fair amount to pay. Well, I, I think it's been shown time after time that these algorithms that are going on, that the programs are going on, that, that the different things they push into their different uh, calculations are all ones where it's a minimal amount they're trying to pay for your injuries and the minimum amount they're trying to pay for your losses. And they're trying to minimize even the amount that you can claim for losses. And they're trying to show that you aren't doing it right. And that the, because you're not doing it right, as far as how you're supposed to be dealing with your injuries and how you're supposed to be doing with your, with what's happened to you, that you shouldn't get paid any money because you didn't do it the way they want you to do it. And so they view your injury claim as really uh, a way to, from you to get to point A to point B with as little money as possible. And they have this big field where there's a bunch of landmines out there, and they're just waiting for you to step on one to explode so they can say, ah, gotcha, and now we don't have to pay as much. But if you follow our legal game plan, Gary Bell, Brad Pollock, our, our, our law firm is Bell and Pollock, if you follow our legal game plan, you're going to avoid the mines in the minefield. You're going to get to the end of the rainbow. You're going to get to navigate the minefield. You're going to navigate the insurance maze in your favor, right? So we're going to, we're going to teach you some things today, uh, how insurance companies view your claim. But first, let's do this. First, and we had a call on our live radio show sometime back, and, and the gentleman said, I was in an accident. I was rear-ended, right? And uh, I called up the insurance company, and they offered me $2,500 and to pay my medical bills and $500 for pain and suffering. And, and the gentleman asked Brad and I on the live radio, do you think that's a fair settlement? And guess what we told him? We said, well, uh, have you furnished any medical records to the insurance company? No. Have you given your doctor's opinion to the insurance company? No. Have you given any statement to the insurance company? Well, I told him how the accident happened, but have you given any statement showing what your injuries are? No. So then Brad and I asked the gentleman, well, if the insurance company doesn't know what your doctor says and doesn't know what your future holds and doesn't know what your medical records say, then how do they know what amount of money to pay you? Brad, your take. Well, that's exactly it. I mean, the, the single biggest worst thing, worst thing you can do to your claim um, and the bit best thing you can do for the insurance company is not get a lawyer. Uh, because uh, you may not understand all the ins and outs of what the insurance company does. They try to make it sound like they're so good to you. We'll tell you what. We'll pay all your medical bills. Just send all your medical bills to us. We'll pay them for you. That's a trap right there. That's Go ahead. a trap. That's a trap. We'll pay them for you, and then we'll give you this uh, additional money on top. And that, that's what we'll do. And you know what? As far as you missing time from work, just send us those lost, that, that lost income stuff, and we'll consider it for you. Because we'll, we'll give it some good consideration. And by the way, sign all this paperwork that we want you to sign to let us have all the information about you as far as your, your employment file and as far as uh, your, your medical care. Well, the insurance companies are viewing your claim the way insurance companies want to view it. And how do they want to view it? They want to view it in a way that they can pay as little money as possible. Because that's what their job is, is to pay as little money as possible. And if you want to get... Um, better than a little, as little money as possible, you want to get a hold of an attorney. 
Well, I want to. I want you to do something in your mind right now. Draw a line down the middle of a piece of paper. On the left hand side, put past, and on the right hand side, put future. Right, past, and future. Okay, I've done that. Okay, we got it. All right, we, we're doing it right here on the right here live on the podcast. Okay, so past and future. So the insurance company wants to limit your losses to whatever you've incurred in the past, meaning from the date of the accident or the crash up to like right now. Well, you've incurred four hundred eighty-three dollars in medical bills. They don't want to think that you might have medical bills on the right-hand side of the ledger for in the future. They want to confine it and limit it to the past. So that's one way they view your claim. Oh, right? and, that, and that's a trap. That's a trap. I understand. There's a trap in there. That if you want to know about it, you're probably going to have to contact us because it shows not long enough to go through all the traps. But that's a trap. That's that's a trap. So then the other thing is they, they said we'll give you a small amount of money for your pain and suffering for what? The past pain and suffering. They don't want to talk about what? On the right-hand side, the future. So let's do one more example. Let's do one more thing, and I think you're, you guys are going to get the point. You guys are really on top of it today, Okay. You go to the doctor, you're in a crash, you're rear-ended, your neck hurts. You go to the doctor. You go to the emergency room. You go to the emergency room, and, and you know, if, you're not a, if it's not going to threaten your life, they're going to get you out of there. They're going to give you good treatment, or they're going to get you out of there. But your neck still hurts. Then you're going to go to your PCP, your doctor, and you say, Doc, my, my neck hurts. But, Brad, talk to us right now. Everybody understand this. That doesn't mean your treatment's over with. Does the doctor know everything right now on the first visit that's happening in your neck? With cervical C, C1, C2, C3, cervical 1, cervical 2, cervical 3, right? C5. Do they know everything? No. They know that that's painful. So what do they do? They usually give you pain uh, relievers and muscle relaxants because they default like a computer. This might be a muscle spasm, injury, a muscle injury only. That's where the insurance company defaults. But they, they want to cut it off right there. We're going to default as the insurance company. You got a muscle injury. That's all we want to talk about. But now, Brad, you go back to the doctor, and you can pick it up from here. You go, the injured person goes back to the doctor in two weeks and say, hey, by the way, I got some new symptoms. I got symptoms down my arms. I got radiculopathy. I got radiating pain. I got numbness and tingling that go down my arms. They emanate from, from the neck. So now we got a nerve problem. And so if you'd have just settled for the past, what would happen? Well, you're going to miss out on the future. You're not going to get all the care it takes to take care of all those problems that are now surfacing. Now, if you ask the insurance company, they're going to say, you did not have that happen from the crash. We know something had to have happened in between the time of the crash and the time that you came back. Something had to have happened that caused this, but it's not our crash that caused it. But if you've already signed with them and completed it, you can't come back. No, you're, pay, you're paid. I mean, they pay you $2,500. You're done. It's over and done with. You're, not gonna, it, it, you're, you're just not going to get it. I mean, bottom line. So that's where you want to get lawyers who are willing to spend the time. And maybe sometimes, even when you've been injured, can hold you off from settling because you want, just want to get it done or you just want to get on with it and you don't want to have this total pressure on you. Or maybe it's quick dollars that are sitting there and available to you and you need them really bad. And you want lawyers who can, who can continually uh, encourage you and help you to understand what you're giving up and what you might be giving up. Because it's, it's easy for lawyers to say they've recovered a lot of money if they've worked with a, a thousand people and gotten them all a thousand dollars that, that can add up versus lawyers who've worked with 10 people and have gotten them $10,000. You know, you want to know what the lawyers are getting you and how they're, they're treating you with respect to your recovery to help you understand 
what your recovery might be. Yeah, but one more thing. Unless you, you went to the doctor, you, you got rear-ended, you went to the emergency room, and then you went to your doctor, and you said, my neck's hurting, and then two weeks later you went back, and now I've got pain, numbness, and tingling down both my arms. They call it bilateral, bilateral radiculopathy, down both arms. They call them upper extremities. Okay, but what happens next? Okay, the doctor, your own doctor. You've been seeing this doctor for 20 years. Come on. Your own doctor says, I'm not really sure yet. I see you got some new symptoms, so what? I'm going to order an MRI. So that the doctor's still trying to figure out what's wrong with you. That's the subject. That's the point, Brad, and I want you to get. And so how could the insurance company know a month ago or two weeks ago of how much to pay you when your doctor now is ordering an MRI to figure out what's wrong with you? And if you don't know what's wrong with you, then how can you value your claim? I'm, I know. I know you're getting this. I know you're understanding it. And the doctor might send you to conservative treatment in the meantime to try and deal with what might be the situation on a differential diagnosis, and that's for another show. The doctor may very well be trying to work with you to try and stop the pain and the discomfort and the limitations you have as a result of the injury while the doctor is trying to figure out everything that's wrong with you and what's causing the problems. The the doctors don't have a magic wand that they can pass over you and say, we've got it. They need to follow certain forms of treatment and care, and a lot of times that treatment and care takes time, and as time goes by, a lot of times your injuries become worse because your body is reacting to what has happened to you and is, is, is starting to emanate the, the, the very characteristics that, are, are, that will show what the problem is, but the doctors need time to find it. Let's, let's oversimplify for a second. Let's oversimplify. You hurt your neck. They order an MRI. The doctor doesn't really know right now whether or not you have a facet joint syndrome, a facet joint injury, because facet joints don't show up on x-rays or MRIs. But you have the symptoms. The doctor suspects. You might have a facet joint syndrome. That's part of the differential. But I, the doctor, don't know yet. And if, if what's causing your pain down your arms and your numbness and your tingling is C2 and C3 pinching the nerve, you know, the discs are innervated in doctor talk. That means nerves come out of the disc down your arms. And if they're pinching the nerve, then that may be even an injection protocol procedure in the future, in the future, or it may also be surgery. It'll be decompression surgery or another type of surgery. But if you settle for everything in the past on your left-hand side of your ledger, what do you got? Well, let's get back. You've got a loss of the future. But let's get back to what we're saying. How do insurance companies view your injury claim? Uh, insurance companies are viewing your injury claim as something they want to get in on, they want to get it taken care of, they want to get it, get you re- some money to you, they want to get the book closed on it, they want it done with. Don't and want to deal with the future. They want to get it done as fast as possible. And the longer they let it hang out, the more chance something's going to happen, and they don't like that. They want the thing done because then it's, it's nice, signed, sealed, and delivered. It's finished off. It's, it's sitting over in, the, in the, their closed files, and they don't have to deal with you again. And if you, something comes up, then they don't have to worry about it. They've got you taken care of. They, they've got it all, all, all paid for. And if you say, well, it wasn't enough, they say, sorry, that was your decision. Um, their releases are all going to say you had a, an opportunity to talk to a lawyer, and you had an opportunity to, to make your decision as to what you want to do. That's what's going to happen. So if you don't know about your past medical treatment and past injuries, and you don't know about your future medical treatment and care and injuries, and you don't know exactly what it is, and your doctor doesn't know what it is, 
then you don't settle. You can call Bell & Pollock anytime at 303-795-5900. That's 795-5900. Or go to our website, championsofthepeople.com. You can contact us through that, that or just give us a call or come by. We'll be glad to help you. But you're not going to settle. And, by the way, as Brad just said, if the insurance company can close out your claim, then they stop the medical bills. So if you're going to go have surgery, that might be $50,000, $100,000. That changes the nature and flavor of your injury claim, right? But if the insurance company can get you to settle it before all that happens, then they don't have to deal with those future medical bills. They don't have to deal with the future medical treatment. They don't have to deal with you. You're done. You're gone. Goodbye. And you cannot let that happen to you, and you won't let that happen to you if you have a Bell and Pollock legal game plan. Brad, let's cover one more subject before we get uh, done with today's podcast, and, and that's one that we've, we, we, we talk about all the time. The insurance companies, you run up $10,000 in medical bills or $15,000 in medical bills, and they say, okay, we're going to settle with you. And part of your claim, part of your claim is your medical bills and the amount. And they're going to say, well, I know your doctors charge you 15000 We know. But we're really not going to consider that. We're going to only consider it to be 6000 out of the 15000 because we, th- we think the extra between six and 15 is not reasonable and not necessary. You break that down for us, Brad. Well, they the, say they're not reasonable and not necessary. It's, an, it's, it's a simple thing. The insurance company is saying one of two things. They're saying either, number one, your doctors overbilled you and charges too much, so they say, we just don't want to pay that because it's charging too much and overbilled you. And the insurance companies will have all these paperwork to, to have them look to determine what your claim is worth based on what they think the services should be charged and what they should be. Or they look and they say, ah, but you had that paid through insurance. And through insurance, they, get, they can make deductions or you could have negotiated a deduction. So you, you needed to negotiate with your, with your doctor. Or you needed to have your, your, your insurance company, your health insurance company, negotiate with your doctor and pay less. And we should only have to pay less because they want the benefit of the fact that you have insurance. They want the benefit of the fact that you might negotiate. Yeah, but what's that benefit? It's a discounted lower amount. It's always a discounted lower amount. That's what they want to do. And they want to get that because they will say you're getting excess recovery. You're getting double recovery. And, you know, the the first thing you want to think about when they do that is you go, okay, let me see, insurance company. When I signed the papers, it says you're going to pay my medical bills. That's what it says. That's what the law says. You're going to pay my medical bills. And then when it comes around, you say you don't want to pay my medical bills. You want to pay a bit, uh, something less. Well, if you're going to get away with that, then you should give me back some of my premium. Because if not, you're getting double paid. You're getting my premium based on your representation. You'll pay all my medical bills. But now you want to pay a discounted portion. But you, you don't want to give me any of the money back that I've been paying for premiums to have you agreeing to pay the full amount. Right. And, and let's bring this home with one more example. This is a real life case. Can't use anybody's names. Um, bad accident, very bad accident. A, a person transported a emergency room by ambulance. It's a level one trauma center. This is big problems. It's so serious. They're doing blood work, lab tests. It's so serious. They got multiple specialties involved, orthopedic doctors, sur- general surgeons, infection specialists, uh, blood clot specialist. It's so serious. They're doing serial, serial every five minute MRIs, and the MRIs costing you know twelve hundred bucks per a pop. 
and it runs up $120,000 in medical bills, and the insurance company tells Bell and Pollock that we're not going to use that $120,000 to value this claim because those medical bills and charges were not reasonable and not necessary. And you know what we said to that insurance company? If you don't think a level one trauma center with serial MRIs every five minutes to save this person's life is reasonable and necessary, why don't you go down to the hospital and tell all those doctors that? Why don't you tell the doctors that were working the shift at 2 o'clock in the morning trying to save this person's life that your bills just weren't reasonable and necessary and your treatment, your emergent treatment to save her life, which it did save her life, was just not reasonable and it just wasn't necessary. Or if it had been your spouse or your child on that bed, hospital bed, uh, you would have thought it was reasonable then and necessary. Their answer, their answer to us, their answer was, well, that's what our computer programs show. It's just how they view. It's just how it goes. That's how, that's how they view your injury claim. It's as least dollars as possible. That's how they view it. How can we get away with this for as least dollars as possible? Okay, you can win this war. You just contact Bell and Pollock, Gary Bell, Brad Pollock. You know, we have offices in Denver, Steamboat Springs. Our telephone number is 303-795-5900 or our website, championsofthepeople.com. In the mountains, you can call us at 970-870-8989. Or, or, you know, look, just from the comfort of your own phone. Everybody has a phone. Just type in championsofthepeople.com. You will find us. We are there for you. We have all the information for you. We can help you navigate the insurance maze. We can help you win the war on your injury claim. And we can give you a legal game plan. And to win on your legal game plan, remember that in the first instance, you must have a legal game plan. Gary Bell, Brad Pollock, 303-795-5900. We're on your side, championsofthepeople.com, because we are... You're champions of the people. See you next week.